Welcome everyone to episode 51 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. Today I want to talk to you about an element of Third Heaven Authority uh, that actually is in the arena of prayers, confessions, and decrees. Prayers, confessions, and decrees. It's so important for us to develop a prayer life in general. But more specifically today, I want to talk about that area whereby we actually uh, have a prayer life whereby we are reciting things that are constantly keeping us in focus of what our destiny is, the dreams, the visions, the things that the Lord has spoken to us, and how that it just energizes us, builds our faith and that sense of authority, because we have a tendency now as believers that uh, we can forget just as we go along day after day and month after month and along the line, we're not really remembering who we are. So that's why the, the importance of actually of just staying in the Word of God in general, we have to do that because we remind ourselves of who we are as we read these. But did you know that you can do the same thing? In fact, it is a very important spiritual dynamic with our prayer, confession, and decree life. I'm going to read to you a personal prayer to illustrate what I'm talking about and just kind of go through and share it with you. This is something that the Lord gave me probably about a year ago. Now, I have been doing this all through my whole ministry. CK and I learned these principles uh, decades ago. And so we've been practicing them and they work, I guarantee you. It keeps it before your eyes daily. Uh, When you speak these prayers, confessions, decrees, uh, then you loud enough so that it goes into your ears and it creates this cycle where you're speaking out of your heart, but it's going through your ears into your brain and then you are hearing it and then it develops into where the brain then actually begins to cause your body to follow out those plans and walk in it. Maybe I'll get to explain that more later, but here's this prayer. This prayer, we pray every morning and every night because the Lord gave it to me. He said, do it. Do it this way. This prayer is divided into two sections. There's the binding and then there's the loosing. So the first part is when I pray this prayer, it is to confront demonic strategies that are in the atmosphere attempting to stop us, keep us from fulfilling what God has for our lives. And so those influences, then we have to take authority over. that. So, you know, in Matthew 16, when Jesus said that he gave to the church the keys of the kingdom of heaven, he then said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so I've taught on that before, that keys lock and unlock, just like the keys to your car, the key to your house, uh, your post office box, any other keys that you have, lock and unlock. And then that's what binding and loosing does. Binding is a word that means to lock up, to reject, to declare unlawful. Loosing is to unlock, to declare lawful something that is legitimate and righteous and that you want in your life, in your family, in your 
country. So whatever we bind or loose is bound or loosed in heaven. And the Greek text literally says, shall have already been bound or loosed in heaven. Meaning, like Jesus in Matthew 28, when he said, all authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and on earth. Therefore you go. And he was giving that delegated authority to us. This whole process of being the ecclesia now, with the ability to bind and loose, to adjudicate, the things of heaven on earth. Now, we practice. So this prayer has two sections. The first part of it is the binding section. Binding is where I'm coming against the enemy. And then the second part is the loosing section. That's where I am actually speaking into the atmosphere the purposes of God for my life. The binding is disallowing the creative part of the devil, even though it's, it's wickedness, he can't create anything in my life. I will not allow it. The loosing side of it is that I allow the destiny and everything that God has for me to be created into my life because there is a power not only in my faith and in my authority that I take, but the way it's released by my words. And so I'm speaking this into the atmosphere and I'm speaking it to myself. And it keeps me charged up. So I'm going to go through this and I'm going to share with you. I'll read the prayer and then I'll break it down and kind of share why it's so important to me, what it means to me. Now the first part is binding, the second part is loosing brings it back to the positive note and, and, and releasing the positive things of God. But I'm going to share, there's actually 18 different points, nine in the binding and nine in the loosing. Actually, I didn't realize that until I was just sat down and was ready to do this podcast. Uh, it was spirit-inspired. Here's the prayer. Listen. In the name of Jesus... I rise up and take authority over witchcraft, sorcery, curses, spells, and every word spoken against us. They are sent back where they came from. I dislodge sabotage and every assignment set against us by demonic spirits. Their strategies and communication structures are dismantled, thereby causing confusion in their ranks, and no demonic weapon formed against us will prosper. God's word is alive in our hearts, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon us to fulfill our destinies and to walk in the glory of God. The joy of seeing millions of people come to Jesus is ours. The anointings for supernatural youth and supernatural finances are ours. Everything the Holy Spirit tells us to do succeeds. Angels, be released to bring it all to pass, in Jesus' name, amen. So you see the two sections, the binding and then the loosing. And again, the reason I do this is not just for repetitious, you know, like Jesus said that the Pharisees gathered attention to themselves by just repeating these prayers out loud on the street corners and, and in the places where people were gathered. That's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because of that spiritual principle that I already declared to you 
is that I am refreshing my heart. I'm speaking it into the atmosphere, and I'm renewing it within myself. And the more that my brain hears it, the more that my heart will gobble it up, and the stronger I become spiritually and walking in faith and authority in order to bring about that which now has become my magnetic north through this prayer, confession, and decree. The first part of it, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everything that we do is in the name of Jesus. I've said repeatedly that it was the sacrifice, it was the blood of Jesus that purchased our salvation and has won the victory and the power of God in our lives. But it is the name of Jesus that the authority to release that power rests. So I consciously enter into the name of Jesus. I do homage and respect for that precious name. And I start and begin my prayer in the name of Jesus. The next phrase, I rise up and take authority over. What I'm saying is that I consciously go into the spirit. Nothing is going to keep me in the flesh. These circumstances, these onslaught spiritual warfare problems um, that are existing before me and I having to deal with on a daily level are not going to keep me in the natural and in the flesh. No, I choose. I make a conscious act now of rising up in the spirit and I take authority. That's my authority. You can't rob it from me. I'm not going to go with the flow. I take authority. Third heaven authority is a third heaven creation operating in third heaven revelation. I take that authority. And if I take the authority, I'm going to use that authority. Over, over, because I am above those circumstances. Because I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places right now, looking down on it. My viewpoint is from heaven, not from the earth. Over what? Well, the next section, over witchcraft, sorcery, curses, spells, and every word spoken against us. Now, there are two segments to that. Number one, there's that part of the occult. There are a lot of people that we come in contact with, and because CK and I um, actually have a ministry that is because of the internet, national and even international, uh, has influence there. There are a lot of people out there in the occult, uh, witches, sorcerers, uh, those that are operating in New Ageism and all kinds of weird demonic stuff that, you know, they practice their spells, their incantations, and things like that against us. Uh, and, and it's not that they have power. See, I'm not afraid. None of this is because of superstition. Uh, it's not a formula and a practice that because of this formula that somehow we can stay them coming against us. Uh, it's not out of fear because we have the power over them. But it is a reminder that I consciously am going to resist and put down the spiritual influence and powers that they're trying to bring against us. I have authority, Jesus told his disciples in Luke 10, 19, I have authority here over all the power 
of the enemy. But it's not just the occult. There's an element of that where in manipulation and control tries to come against us from believers, those that are trying to control our lives or what we uh, believe, how that we function in these things. And they manipulate, they control, and they speak things against us. Sometimes they're praying against us to God, or they may be verbalizing their objections to us and trying to get that objection, those words to go into our heart and change what we believe or our attitudes or our behaviors. And uh, this word that I'm going to use right now, uh, don't be bothered by it, but it's sometimes what I call Christian witchcraft. All witchcraft is of the flesh. Paul even said that. He talked about it to the Galatians. Witchcraft is of the flesh. Witchcraft is manipulating and controlling other people for your own selfish purposes rather than heeding to what it is that God has for them in their lives, where he's leading them. What is the best for them? That's the godly way to approach things. But no, what is the best for me becomes that form of witchcraft. It's not occultism, but it's a form of manipulation and control. And God is against that. So I'm breaking that. I'm breaking that off of our lives. The next phrase, they are sent back where they came from. We send them back. We don't just reject them. Now, there are people that feel like you shouldn't send it back because you're judging. No, I'm not judging at all. All I know is that God has dealt with CK and I as prophets, that there's a dynamic of the prophet that says they have to deal with their own heart. They have to deal with their own words and the power and the stuff that they're doing. So I send it back to them, and now they are in the hands of God, whatever it is that he has to do. I'm not dictating, but I not only speak against these things, but I send them back where they came from. The next phrase is, I dislodge sabotage in every assignment set against us by demonic spirits. Now, when I get into this part of it, that's based upon the 2010 encounter when Jesus took me to third heaven, and he gave me the assignment to teach on third heaven authority. When I was standing there and looking down that portal to the earth, and down below, I could see where I was in that prayer meeting. People were praying against the demonic forces and stuff in the atmosphere and praying for the purposes of God to be released in revival in that city. From my point of view, from heaven's perspective, I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me. He came into me and he said, launch your warfare from here. Then other words came into me and they rose up and came out of my mouth as I was looking down and speaking and using authority against those demonic entities. I dislodge your assignment in the name of Jesus. And that was the first part of it. Dislodge every assignment set against us by demonic spirits. I didn't quite realize. I knew they attacked. I knew that they had agendas, but I wasn't aware that they specifically had set up assignments 
they were given the assignment by their demonic superiors, so to speak, the generals, and they were carrying out those. And it wasn't just one demon. They usually hunt in packs. They usually come in groups. And so they'll work at you from different sides. And very often there's one that will become the presenting demon. He'll rise up right in front of you with whatever the circumstance is uh, and kind of get your attention. And while you're trying to deal with that, others will sneak in from the side or from the rear and try to just come in and use their influence. So I dislodge. By my authority, I dislodge and I break every one of those assignments because those assignments, I believe, are what the Scripture calls strongholds. Strongholds are not only in the spirit, but they're in the mind. It's the way that the enemy tries to influence our belief structure and get us to turn against the things that are healthy to our life and to our destinies. The next section then is their strategies. And I'll read another one here. And communication structures are dismantled. Okay, their strategies. Let's take that part. You know, they have strategies. They have set up schemes, devices, and ways to try to get into our lives. A lot of times it'll come through some form of trauma or it'll come through something that's happened to us that's a circumstance of woundedness. Other times it's through a rationalization that not really is inspired by the Word of God or by the Holy Spirit, but it's something that we think the Word says or think this is what God has for us. And those strategies have to be pulled down. And also the communication structures, because those communication structures uh, between those demons allow them to communicate in a way that it brings organization to their attack. And no, I break that. How many times in scriptures did you find that God saved his people because he brought confusion into the enemy's camp, such as the Philistines, those armies that were coming against them? So the strategies and the communication structures are dismantled. That's what the Lord told me. Thereby, this is the next section, causing confusion in their ranks. Confusion needs to be in their ranks, not ours. We have the mind of the Lord. We have the insight, the revelation, the leadership of the Holy Spirit. We have discerning of spirits. So any confusion is going to be in their ranks, not our camp, not against me. And no demonic weapon formed against us will prosper. Isn't that what the word says? No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up in judgment against us we shall condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So praise God. Now that's the binding side of it. Then I switch to the loosing side of it. First phrase, God's word is alive in our hearts. We know everything is by the Word of God. I have utter respect for the Word of God. It is by the Word of God that all revelation and power comes to us. 
It carries the genetic code of God for every aspect of our relationship with him and our existence and operating in the kingdom of God. And so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God, it is alive in our hearts. I make that declaration. It's alive on the inside of me. The word of God is there. And I get my nourishment. My spirit feeds on it. All of the genetic power of that word explodes into my being. And I become what the word of God says that I become. And I can do what the word of God says that I can do. The next phrase. And the spirit of the Lord is upon us. Because I realize it's not only by the word, but it's also by the spirit. The spirit is the revelation. The spirit is the unction. The spirit is the life. The spirit is the power that connects and releases the authority and power of the word of God. I've got to be led by the spirit constantly. I've got to hear his voice, walk with him. And one of the supreme ways that he leads me is by the word. Oh, yes, he speaks to me. He'll, he'll give me instruction about uh, what choices to make in life. You know, he'll give me dreams and visions. Uh, I operate in the gifts of the Spirit. All those things are wonderful. Uh, but all of those lead back ultimately to the revelation of what the Word of God says for me. So it is the Word and the Spirit. The next phrase, to fulfill our destinies. Each and every one of us have a destiny in God. I describe it this way. Our destiny is what our life looked like in the heart of God on the day that we were born. What is the path, the purpose? What does he see in our future that we can become and fulfill? Now, just because he has a destiny doesn't mean that we fulfill every aspect of it automatically. Because you see, the devil also has a destiny. He also has a future for us. He has what he wants to come to pass in our life. So I surrender to the destiny of God. I will fulfill the destiny of God in my life. And that is what brings fulfillment and impact to me. The next phrase, and to walk in the glory of God. The glory of God is so important to CK and I. The glory, we want the glory and we want the anointing in absolutely everything that we do. Because it's not just by rationalism. It's not by intellectualism. Although God gave us a brain and he wants us to be rational but, and to be intellectual, but to yield that to the Spirit of God so that he can use those aspects of our being in line with his purposes. Come, let us reason together with the Lord, the Bible says. So we want to fulfill our destinies and to walk in the glory of God. So the glory of God is a manifest presence of God in our lives. It's an anointing that comes upon us. And that is what will lead us into the greatest impact that we can have for the kingdom of God. Also releasing the greatest anointing and purpose and fulfillment 
that comes to us because of that. Here's the next phrase. The joy of seeing millions of people come to Jesus is ours. Oh, wow, you know, the fruit is not going to die on the vine. We are going to get to hear, receive, see with our own eyes. People being saved, millions of people coming to Jesus. We're going to witness it. And is that not the most important aspect of our lives? Oh, of course God cares about us. But he wants to save the world. He wants revival and spiritual awakening to flow throughout the earth. We want to take as many people to heaven with us as we can. That's one of the reasons why I pray that, Lord, your scripture with long life, you will satisfy us. Because I want to live here and take as many people to heaven with me. I want to be here as long as I can. The next phrase then says, the anointings for supernatural youth and supernatural finances are ours. That means so much to CK and I because that word originally came from CK a couple of decades ago. The Lord began speaking to her about anointings and how anointings will come upon you and the anointing itself will begin to produce these things and one of them was supernatural youth another one was supernatural finances and that if we believe it we receive it and we'll walk in it and allow those anointings to just overcome us it will not only bless us and allow us to live a long life on the face of the earth with health and with prosperity and being well taken care of by the covenant provisions of the Lord Jesus Christ in our life. But those anointings then kind of rub off. They rub off on people. People that hang around us, join up with our ministries, will often give testimonies and share with us about how that those things begin to happen and that it's like their youth is being renewed constantly by the Spirit of God and that God is blessing their finances and it's increased. So those things are very important. The next phrase, everything the Holy Spirit tells us to do succeeds. If we walk in the Spirit and we hear in the Spirit, it will be successful. That tells me that if it looks today like that's not really going to come to pass within the next 24 hours, I don't have to worry about it. I give it to the Lord. I cast my care upon Him. By faith and patience, I will inherit the promises. Because if it came from the Spirit of God, it will come to pass. It shall come to pass. It is a guarantee. And so my faith rests in that, and I continue just going forward, knowing that everything the Holy Spirit tells us to do succeeds because he has the insight, and he knows what the answer is to every problem. Then the next phrase, 
angels be released to bring it all to pass. See, I recognize the angels and their involvement because in so many visions that I've had and going back to again that time when Jesus took me to third heaven and gave me the assignment for third heaven authority, the angels were involved in that. And the Lord began teaching me about how that all the different angels will work. Like, for instance, in spiritual authority, when we gave the command, it's the angels that back up that command and make those uh, demonic spirits obey. You know, if we are seeking wisdom and, like I said, the fulfillment of our destiny and everything the Holy Spirit tells us to do succeeds, then angels are involved in that and the creative aspect that they have in bringing that to pass. So I depend upon the angels. I'm aware of the angels and how much that they are doing for me. And then the very last phrase again, in Jesus' name, amen. I began it with the name of Jesus, and I end it with the name of Jesus. I sandwich this whole thing through the authority of that wonderful name, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. The word amen is not, ah, I'm done for now. The word amen means so be it. It is a decree that it is established in my life. I believe it in my heart. I have spoken it by my faith and authority into the atmosphere. It now is recycling and coming back into my ears because I hear it. My brain now is taking what it is that I have said and is causing the rest of my being to come in line with and for my body and my attitudes to come in line with this prayer and to walk it out. Let's keep this thing pointed toward the magnetic north of our destiny. I hope this has helped you today. That's why we do these kind of prayers, confessions, and decrees. I would encourage you to sit down. You can even take mine, you know, play this thing about 10 times and write it down. Uh, but let the Holy Spirit give to you what's important to you, what he wants you to be walking in. Write it down and give that prayer. Make it a confession. Make it a decree as you release authority in it. And do it every day. Do it multiple times a day. And see what happens to your faith life. God will increase it tremendously. Now I'm going to pray for you, but I'm going to take a slightly different slant, different approach to it. I want to use this prayer in praying for you. Open your heart and receive it. Lord Jesus, for every listener in the name of Jesus Christ, I rise up in the Spirit and I take authority over every form of witchcraft, sorcery, curses, spells, every word that's been spoken against these listeners. Those things are sent back where they came from. They are repelled. It is broken. I also dislodge sabotage 
and every assignment set against them by demonic spirits. Those strongholds are broken now. Their strategies and the communication structures of those demonic spirits is dismantled, thereby causing confusion in the demonic camp, not in the listeners' minds. And no demonic weapon formed against them will ever prosper. God's word is alive in their hearts, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon them to fulfill their destinies and to walk in the glory of God. The joy of seeing millions of people come to Jesus is theirs. The anointings for supernatural youth and supernatural finances belongs to them, and everything that the Holy Spirit tells them to do will succeed. So angels, be released to bring it all to pass in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Join me in future episodes by subscribing to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on your favorite podcast platform. God bless you. Walk in the Spirit. Walk in authority.